different mothers. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Desperate Mothers podcast. I am CJ Watson. And I am Sarah. And in the podcast leading up to the Christmas week, we're arguing over Christmas movies. I want to say arguing because I know I'm right and he's not, so that's just more of a, my point is correct and his is not, so there's no argument there. So, most people are talking on the, on the internet because that's where everybody lives these days because nobody's allowed to like congregate in person. Leave their house. Yeah. <laughs> um, the big debate is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas? Is that the only thing? How, how about today's topic is Christmas movies that are or aren't Christmas movies. Okay, that makes that's that's good. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, like, um, oh my gosh, what's that one I really like? Love Actually? Okay, that's a movie that happens at Christmas time. Yes, and a lot of people say it's just a romantic comedy or romantic movie, but it is a Christmas movie. It all is around Christmas time. Right? Well, I think that's an easier one because Christmas is like the motivating factor for everybody to actually go after their goals that spur them. To find what they want in is, their life at that point? Yeah, yeah. So love actually is kind of easy. because, And in case you were wondering if it really was a Christmas-centric movie, one of the whole character's plot is the release of his Christmas song, for Christmas season. <laughs> so I actually think there should be no question of if that's a Christmas movie or not. Now, is it appropriate? That's up to you. It's definitely a family movie, I would say. Wouldn't you? Family Christmas. Well, just because it has a little kid in it doesn't make it a family movie. It's got the many little kids little trying kids to get laid, too. It's got many little kids in it. Remember the holiday lobster? The Christmas lobster. I'm just saying, it's, it's more about Christmas. It's a Christmas love movie. Like getting some at Christmas. <laughs> now we can make it all clean, clean it up. It's like getting some sugar, right? <laughs> so I think I think love actually gets a, a, a quick verdict. It is definitely a Christmas movie. Okay, well, that's good then. See, I'm right. What else could be a Christmas movie then? No, we're talking about Die Hard. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It happens at Christmas time, but... It happens at a Christmas party, not just at Christmas time. Right. It could just... It's, it, it's a party movie. A Christmas party movie. Mm. I mean, I'm all for watching Die Hard all the time anyway, so I don't care. You could call it a Halloween movie. I'll watch it. Yes, but the British version is great. Oh, like Friends. Yes. Like when they're in London. <laughs> that's the best one. So you don't even want to have a... You, that That's it for you. Hands down, Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it takes place at a Christmas party. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's like all the horror movies like Black Christmas and Silent Night, Deadly Night. They take place in Christmas time. Those are not... Those are still considered holiday movies. Just not... Normal they're, they're people not show them on the Hallmark. Just not now. normal people holiday movies. Horror fans are normal people. They're probably better than normal people. And the only movies they show on Hallmark are the Hallmark movies. So you can't really say, "Oh, they won't show them on the Hallmark movie." You're right; they won't because they're not Hallmark movies. 
second Hallmark makes a scary Christmas movie, it's going to be shown. That would be really cool. <laughs> the <would>. Hallmark Horror <laughs> Christmas movie. Hallmark Horror. <laughs> it's all... And Jane moves back to her childhood home in the Hamptons <laughs> at Christmas season. When, can she repair her relationship with her estranged family and survive the neighborhood serial killer? Survive the night! <laughs> Those aren't hoof sounds from the reindeers on the rooftop. <laughs> and those aren't jingle bells you hear. It's the gingerbread man. Oh, what was that from? The scary gingerbread man. I don't know. Oh, oh, Shrek. Oh, Shrek was a scary gingerbread <laughs> had man? Had a scary gingerbread man because he had people like eating off of him. Oh, well, that was scary for the gingerbread man. It wasn't a scary gingerbread man. They should make it like a gingerbread man like Chucky. Who runs around and stabs people. Aha! Eat, there was, eat my friends. There was a movie. It was like a killer gingerbread man oh, movie. Okay. I swear it was. Killer gingerbread man movie. Yes. I don't know if you're right about that. We must consult. The King Google. The Great Wizard Google. Because I know it, I'm right. Through Google, all knowledge is dispersed to humanity. <laughs> Only people know the truth. That in Fox News. The Ginger Dead Man. Is that? See, I knew it. 2005. Go. Okay. So, everybody, (laughs) go watch The Ginger Dead Man and then come back next week. Leave a comment below after you watch The Ginger Dead Man. Yeah. It's silly. And that's probably why I made those cookies that one year and called it The Ginger Dead Man. Oh, The Zombie Bread Man? The Zombie Bread Man. Oh, that was was funny, too. Killer gingerbread man statues. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the rest of the podcast is just going to be us looking at Google. (laughs) Sure, why not? Okay, well, there goes that funny idea. (laughs) Because it's already been made. (laughs) It's like the killer turkeys thinks killing. (laughs) Lucky I didn't make you watch that this year. Oh, you're lucky you didn't make me watch that this year. So we're looking for the, the diehard to watch the opening scene. Because it's all happy and Christmassy and merry. Well, it is. It's all full of excitement at the very beginning. Until the Christmas death scenes start. 1988. Wow, I was 12. 11. Man, you were old. How old were you? No comment. He was 18. No comment. 18. We say no comment. <laughs> so Die Hard is a good Christmassy movie. Heck I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. One of my most fun Christmas movies, though, is Gremlins. Yeah. I mean, it's a good horror Christmas movie. I wouldn't say horror at all. Gremlins could be killing people that ain't a laughing happy feel good. <laughs> I mean, unless you're the ginger dead man. <laughs> yes, unless you're the ginger dead then, man. Then it is laughing happy feel good. <laughs> when when a little crazy looking miniature gremlin kills you. Usually no. with the accents, you know, because that's where they get their name, the gremlins. Now, are we talking the cute gremlins or the... It would be funnier if the cute gremlins <laughs> killed you. 
they're the they're the evil ones, not the scary ones. Yeah, the scary ones. They they've just been uh, they've, they've just been, been wrongfully accused so long. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, just just because you look like a scary person doesn't mean you're a scary person. That's right. The scariest person, scariest people I've ever met, didn't look scary at all. At all, correct? Yeah. So we have the Gremlins as the best horror movie. Of the Christmas time. There's real slasher films, and I'm not really a big fan of the slasher films at Christmas because I think it's too cheap and easy. Um, but, you know, give me give me an animal that turns into something else and goes all crazy wacko and then makes you have accidents and kill yourself like those little... Um, like the garden gnomes. I always expect the garden gnomes to be up to something. I'm sure they have a garden gnome slasher movie out. Yeah, well, I think all garden gnomes are slashers. That would be cute. <laughs> they always look up to something. And those hats, those got to be hard points, man. Yep. They're, <laughs> they're stabby they just hats. ram into you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alan Rickman's in this. I forgot. He plays the bad guy. Hans. He plays Hans. Yeah, the bad guy, yeah. But then he's also, you know, Snape. <laughs> so. Best character in Harry Potter. True story. Yep. I also consider Harry Potter Christmas movies, by the way. I think that's because they came out around Christmas time, traditionally. No, I guess so, yeah. Waiting in line for the movies to come out, to watch the movie. We did that. We saw midnight showings of it, and we waited in line for hours Remember to get the, there. back in the old days when you would go out to a movie and wait in line and you'd be all crushed up next to hundreds of other human beings. Yeah. Yeah, that was not good. People say, people think that that will never happen again. That makes me so happy that that will never happen again. You know, the really sad thing about, it's not sad. I mean, movies, going to the movies is convenient now because you buy a ticket and you you get a seat. You pick your seats. And then no one's in your seat most of the time. Or you don't have to, like, fight and hold a whole bunch of seats together. Yeah. Yeah. When you're expecting a crowd full of people to come, you know, watch the movie with you. You know, something comes out that's you're waiting for. You know, all your friends want to go. You make a big deal about going. You and stand then, in line for six hours like we did with The Phantom Menace. Yes. And then they're like, you can't save this seat. You can't save it. Yeah, yes, you can. That's dumb. Or you could do like what one of my friends did at the last uh, Star Wars movie, or I think it was a Star Wars movie. He, because you get to you get to buy the seats, right? Bought the seats on either side of him, so no one would sit next to him. Yeah, that's just expensive. It is, but it's really cool. Yes, I was able to put my purse there, which was nice. If only you can get away with that on the airplane. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy the whole row. You and then you I- can. Yeah, but then they can, they can make you give it up. Not if you've purchased it and you've checked in. These are all my seats. Well, who's in there? My purse and my luggage. Yeah. Well, if they assign it to somebody, else, they refund you. You yeah. can try. Yeah, exactly. And then every air fl- air- airline flight would be like Christmas. <sighs> be like Christmas. Because being scrunched up on those coach seats, those 11, 12, 13-hour flights that maybe they're never going to have again either. yeah there'd be a lot of little stopovers everybody get up off the plane let's renew the oxygen in here okay so we're like five minutes into die hard and ain't no well there's already been a christmas tree that's true 
because Nakatomi. That's right. And there's a Christmas bear right there. He's stuffed. He's a present. He's stuffed with Christmas cookies? Stuffed with Christmas joy. Uh. <laughs> Look, that's like the very first pair of yoga pants. Yeah, back before the those tight pants came out, they had hot pants in the 70s. And they were a lot shiny and stuff. And then leotards came out after jazzercise. No, leotards came out in the 80s. Jazzercise was maybe late 80s. Leotards came out in like the 70s. So working out with Jane Fonda and all that. Yeah, no, that wasn't, no. So leotards were a thing, but then people started wearing them. Yes. Instead of pants. No, they didn't wear them instead of pants. Well, that's how you got those. That's how you get yoga pants. Mm. It's the evolution of yoga pants. Merry Christmas and the evolution of yoga pants. <laughs> Ooh, see them the, see the, um, sing them the yoga pants song. We can't because it's actually to a different tune. It is to a different tune, which makes me happy. Also, it's supposed to be a secret. Oh, well, too bad. We can't let everybody know. That there's a yoga pants song? There is a yoga pants song. <laughs> and if we get enough requests, maybe we will sing it. <laughs> I think we should. Well, I don't know it very well. It's easy to learn, so, you know. You know what else is a great It's not easy to learn because Jack doesn't sing it when he tries to say it. He just does Spider Pig. He just does Spider Pig, yeah. So now if everybody knows those things, they already know what the song is. (laughs) But they don't know the lyrics. Correct. And the lyrics are very difficult to learn. I don't know. I made them up. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I should have made up a new Christmas song for the show. Uh, well, there's still time. Ah, uh, Bruce Willis had hair. That's crazy. Is they film this in L.A. or New York? Well, they say they're in L.A. and it looks like L.A. Or I always thought it was New York. I just never, I guess, I never paid attention. Apparently. Oh my gosh. Well, for one. They're driving in a car, and it's actually moving at near the speed limit. So that probably is not a New York. Yeah, that's true. Huh. He was so young, but he looks better now than he did then. Bruce Willis? Yeah. Hmm. Don't you think? He doesn't look bad. No, but he always looked better. I know it is. I think I like this bald head. Hmm. He looks fit, though. In his muscles. At least he's an action star that's keeping up with his stuff. True. Very true, yes. I don't know if he's still keeping up with his blues band. Oh, that'd be cool. If he is, we should go see him. Hmm. That's another thing they haven't had this year. Concerts. Concerts. We're big on concerts. This year sucked because of that, actually. Yeah, yeah. We try to go to a concert. one uh, At least once a one, month. Yeah. You know, or something like that. Something as close to it as. Yeah. If it's, it averages about once a month, because in the summertime it would be. At least once every two, like, two, two times a month. Yeah, in it was about two. And, yeah. And rarely it's been three mm-hmm. whenever, because everybody comes to town in LA roughly like around the same times. Mm-hmm. And since it's LA, there's always something going on. It's just. Yep. Always something going on. Which is nice living drivable distance to LA. I'll be sad if we move farther away. But you want to move to like Vegas, and that's way more fun. Well, they have concerts too. For me. <laughs> Usually most of the same people will go. Yes, and they go right after mm-hmm. Los Angeles, so that's better. 
Yeah, yeah. It's usually San Francisco's Bakersfield, Las Vegas, L.A., or San Francisco, Bakersfield, L.A., Las Vegas, so yeah. right around there. And San Diego. San Diego is in the mix right there. But but for us, San Diego and, and Las Vegas are almost equidistant. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I and think... I'd rather go to Las Vegas than San Diego because you... There's, there's San Diego, San Diego. Yeah, and San Diego, there's just, it's expensive and it's... And it's just a city. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where Vegas is an experience. <laughs> an experience. That's funny. So last year we watched the Krampus Christmas movie, and you probably don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I don't, because I like to fall asleep during movies. I think next episode I want to talk about, uh, I want to discuss the whole Krampus Christmas legend. Oh, it's I got really fun. I got the best picture of me and Krampus at that um, Christmas festival thing me and Lisa went to last year. Remember where he's spanking me? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Okay, so as we move into the holiday party and, and traditions of Christmas, Die Hard, he's, he's drinking a Christmas drink. What is your favorite Christmas traditional drink? Tradi- favorite traditional Christmas drink? You know? Are you a eggnog kind of person? Do you like uh, hot toddies, buttered rums, hot chocolate? Are you strictly, you know, we got to have the plum wine? Plum wine. Plum wine. Mold wine. What is that? Mold wine made with plum wine? No. Mold It's made wine. with red wine. Plum wine is sweet. Is it mold wine sweet? No. Not if it's made correctly. Okay. It's spicy. It's. I mean, no-y. we know. We know I'm an eggnog person. Yes, like, you're definitely an eggnog person. Last year I went nuts. Nuts for the eggnog. And Christmas Eve I made like six gallons. And then he was drunk. Of eggnog. All Christmas Eve. It was brilliant. I kept tasting it as I was making it. And next thing I know. (laughs) Next thing he knows, it's Christmas morning. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. I was like, oh, my God. Where would Christmas Eve go? Next time, man, don't be making the eggnog on Christmas Eve. (laughs) It sets, too. I mean, it's better after it sets. Oh, yeah. Well, it it all marries together. On Christmas Eve. But, you know, I was working and I don't get a day off from working the Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, he works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I could have made it the weekend before. <laughs> so, yeah, I love eggnog. So this year I'm going to have to try to find... Um, a ready-made one? We like Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. Well, I was going to say a more keto diet, no sugar friendly eggnog. Oh, I think they had some of those at the store. You should go there and find them. I was going to... I want make, to make, make one. It. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what got me into my problem last year was homemade eggnog. Because I like to home make everything. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. So, and it was a concoction of uh, alcohol. Yes. First, there was just ones with rum. Then there was just ones with brandy. brandy and then ones with whiskey. And then ones with rum and whiskey. And then rum and brandy. And then and brandy and, and rum. And whiskey. And yeah, so it was... <laughs> and he tasted all of them. Well, you don't know what's good or what. I mean, of course, after tasting all of them, I couldn't tell you what I drank. <laughs> yes. The lactose intolerant husband of mine. Oh, my gosh. It made me sick, too. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's drunk and sick? That's awesome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, eggnog. I, I do like eggnog. Um, and as far as parties go, uh, like I did the eggnog, eggnog Russian. Yeah. That was a faux eggnog, though, wasn't it? Well, faux was it was store-bought. Oh, I thought faux because it wasn't actually an uh, eggnog. So it's like a white Russian but made with eggnog yeah. instead of milk. Yeah. yeah. That That's that's my favorite drink. So even better than the homemade eggnog with all the stuff into it. You know, I, I'd rather just make the eggnog without the alcohol. Yeah. Dad used to, my dad used to like that too. And then I can add alcohol to whatever I want, but I don't have a big half-gallon mason jar. Six of them in the fridge. Well, see, that's only th- three gallons. Well, then you only made three. Yeah, we gave some away. Yes. We gave a lot away. Yes. And everyone's like, thank you, CJ, please don't give us the eggnog again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. How much eggnog is in this? Or how much whiskey is in this eggnog? lot all of it all, all of, it. of the whiskeys in there yes not that there's anything wrong with that no whiskey's delicious it is it is except you know maybe not seagrams <laughs> or <laughs> anything on the bottom shelf at stores well if it has a generic name and comes in a plastic bottle <laughs> yes which reminds me, we got that uh, McGregor in there. We're going to have to like... You got the Clan McGregor. And you know it's good. It's a because, Scotch blended. Because it's named after uh, Colin McGregor. No, it's not. UFC champ. Boom, 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 boom. He endorses it, though. <laughs> it's because it's got his name right on it. <laughs> if that was true, that'd be funny. But it's not. No, no. He does the proper 12. Which is actually a fairly good competitor to the entry-level Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, I still like Jameson better. Well, as far as Irishes go... I think I'm just not a fan of him for some reason. I don't know. But as far as Irishes go, you gotta go um, Yellow Spot and Red Breast. Those are the best ones. Those are good. Those are good. I I, I like the limited Teelings, too. Yeah, the Teeling was good. Teeling is good. The Christmas Whiskey Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's where we always wind up. <laughs> yep, it always ends up with us drinking way too much. Yes, so right now we have coffee and an iced tea. And so, the Die Hard on the Christmas. And the Die Hard on the Christmas TV. Oh, we don't get Christmas decorations right around. So we've been decorating for Christmas. Well, he has. Uh, I haven't. I've tried to help, but I don't really want to. So, but he does a really good job. He looks like Christmas explodes in our house every year, which is fun. So we talked about the Christmas movies before, and we already know what your favorite Christmas movie is. The guy right there, not him, but they're the guy at the at the front desk. That's the guy from Magnum PI. He just died. Hmm. Maybe it's just the haircut. That was a common haircut in those days. Okay, but it was the guy from Magnum PI. Just so you know. Yes, my favorite. Everybody, y'all know who what my favorite Christmas movie is. So that's cool. That's cool. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Mr. Watson? It is weird. What is my favorite Christmas movie? I don't know. Uh, you like 
What is that one with the reindeer? All the reindeer. With the reindeer, the one with the reindeer. Ernest Saves Christmas. No, not that's not the one I'm talking about. Ernest Saves Christmas the... is not a bad Christmas movie. You like Christmas with the Cranks. We do like Christmas with the Cranks. That's a fun one. You like the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Jingle All the Way has one of my top five Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very good. It's fun to watch. It's a must-watch every year for me. And um, I watch the cartoons, the Santa and the Three Bears every year. We do watch that. That's always fun. And the one with the peng- the penguin who learns to fly. Not the penguin, the... Christmas Wish, what's the one with the, the comic oh, strip? Oh, that's a cartoon. That's yeah. the, that's um, the Bloom County Opus. Opus. Uh, wish for wings that yeah. work. But I think ever since it came out, you know, or the probably favorite Christmas movies, Elf. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care for um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, but his he that's so flip so funny. Oh my gosh, every single part of it when he's getting cotton balls when. You know, he's um, buying the negligee for his dad. It's, it's ridiculous when he's feeling the lady's dress because it's very purpley. Uh-huh. What's your favorite line from the movie? I'll tell you what it is. You forget. What is it? When he answers the phone. Oh. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> What's the line? Say it. I don't remember it. You don't remember? No. You don't remember the line? He answers the phone and goes, ring, ring. That's that's. But the elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that. We used to work at a place called Borders. It was a bookstore. And it was a big bookstore. And it came out right when we were working at Borders. And so we were like, everybody was like lo- loving that movie at the time because it was brand new and it was still in the theaters. So it answered the phone at Borders. Thank you for calling Borders. What's your favorite color? And they're like, oh, blue. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was fantastic. That's when you didn't answer the phone. Borders Pizza. Can I take your order? <laughs> yes. It's exactly when we would do that. People would be like, what? Uh, is this the bookstore? You're like, yeah. What can I do for you? Yeah, what's up? What do you need? Because <laughs> what you're really hoping for them is the guy, oh, I think I got the wrong number. Hang on. <laughs> Not keep asking the questions. Do you have this one book? It's it's got um it's got a it's got a blue a blue cover, and uh, orange words on it. It's got it. orange words on it, and I think there's a, a I think there's a face on it too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we're probably not gonna watch the entire Die Hard movie and give comments on the podcast. <laughs> not gonna like torture people with that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Are they in? They're in there where where she works, right? Yeah, yeah. Why does it look he's in a hotel? Well, she has a a bathroom in her... Office? Yeah. That's why he's, like, undressing? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's so weird. She has a a real, like, you know, swanky office, Mm. which is like a suite. Back in the 80s, mid-level and high-level management had offices that were, like, suites, so that way they can really um, sexually assault... Everyone. their, their, Their underlings. Yes, in style, you know, you had that that couch that pulled out into a full bed, and then you can just go Harvey Weinstein or Louis C.K. right on them. Oh God, so gross! Ugh. Yeah, I just I'm so disappointed in Louis C.K. after his stuff came out, and not because 
he did it because, you know, ooh, guys are tend to be kind of gross, but because I well really was expecting his defense to be, I was just studying to play Harvey Weinstein in the movie. <laughs> I just wanted to get a feel for what it was like to be that creepy person that pulls, that exposes himself and, and, and satisfies himself in front of people that have to work for him. But Louis C.K. has always been just, ugh. You know, yeah, a lot of people love him. A lot of people still love him. Like before the pandemic hit, he was going out places and getting like you know applause and standing ovations for being so upstanding against the Me Too movement and stuff. Mm. He he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a right wing darling. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a type of guy that gets hailed right up there with uh, Kevin Sorbo and uh, <laughs> Ricky Spoons. Oh yeah. A spoonful of Ricky. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying they're creepy. No, they're and wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they are wrong. Here. He has no shoes on. That's a big plot point, or it's a big obstacle for him throughout the movie. Remember? No. When they break the glass and he has to run across the glass. Oh yes. Okay. It's been such a long time since I've seen this all the way through. You know. Oh, the full beards did not look good on people then. Well, so they had that that mid-level beardness where it's only like an inch long or so. So like contoured their face. And then they they just didn't have good beard training. (laughs) Good beard training. Good beard training. Oh, yeah. You know, they grew this. uh, And the suits back then, though, they were kind of gross, too. Yeah, they were double-breasted. Look like shoulder shoulder pads. pads. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's hair is poofy, and if you can make a beard poofy, they were trying to do it. Shiny. And not like the not like the good ZZ Top poofy either. Just like the yes, everyone's neck beardy looking. Yep. Though oh, well, he did look good there. Oh, he always looked good. Oh my gosh. Even a Snape, he looked good. Yeah. In that you know long haired emo kind of. Yeah. Bad boy way. Yeah. So, as we leave Die Hard and they're about to embark upon, you know, the old bank heist Christmas of tradition of killing people to get the safe open. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What are some Christmas traditions that you have to do every year? That we have to do? Or that you have to do. Um, we have to look at Christmas lights. Drive around one night and look at Christmas lights. But it can't be too early in the season, but it can't be too late. Like, that that's a, a tradition that you have to do or it doesn't feel like Christmas? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We get our hot cocoa or our mochas or our peppermint mochas, and we, and we do that. That's definitely a Christmas. Are there any other Christmas traditions you have to do every year? Um, I I know we have a fake Christmas tree, but I really like going to looking at real real trees and feeling them and smelling them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something we always did as a kid. So there's that. And on December first, I usually I used to watch uh, White Christmas every year because that's my all time favorite Christmas movie. Um, but I just didn't do it this year. It's been such a wacky year. So there's that too. Yeah, for me, I I have to bake. Yeah, you definitely have to bake. I like doing all the other Christmas stuff, but I'm really um, 
flexible when it comes to Christmas traditions. But the one thing I have to do is I have to bake my Christmas breads and cookies. And it's just like um, Thanksgiving that just passed. You know, if, if I don't make a pumpkin pie, it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving to me. Like a legit pumpkin pie, not out of a can, where he bakes the pumpkin and makes the pie itself and full from scratch. So Yeah, I like to roast the pumpkin yeah. and I make my own puree. It's just fun. It's just fun. And sometimes it's nice when you use a real pumpkin intended for the pie and not the one that you didn't carve. <laughs> From Halloween. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. I've taken the, the jack-o'-lantern pumpkin that I didn't carve. Yes. And just cut it up and roasted it. And and you can't tell. It tastes good. It was it's a pumpkin. definitely a different taste, though. It wasn't as sweet. It, it wasn't as sweet. No, no. So if you're a fan of unsweet of not as sweet pumpkin pie, do that. <laughs> use the big, ginormous, use the big wrong pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> Use the big pumpkin. But you want a pie pumpkin. Yeah. If you make pumpkin pie. Oh yeah, for and sure. And it's really easy. You just cut it in half, you scoop out its guts, you you coat it with some oil, and then you roast it for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's the start. And usually that should take two it's a two day process to make that kind of pie. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, but it it should sit and you know For the puree. Yeah. Sit sitting definitely helps. Helps pumpkin tastes more pumpkiny yeah because the juices go back into the pumpkin i guess the pumpkin it's roasted juices just kind of melds with itself yeah, yeah. The flavor intensifies over time yeah so it's like when i made the the five ingredient pumpkin for my other youtube channel and we had it right away and it was not that good because it was still warm. Yeah. And the custard and, and pumpkin all hadn't come together. But the next day, it tasted like a perfect pumpkin pie. Yeah, for sure it did. So just like meat marinades and, and everything, you want stuff to melt. Or have you seen the videos for the 100-hour like brownies and 100-hour cookies? It's, this is especially true with cookies. When you're making chocolate chip cookies and like the Nestle Toss cookies, if you can wait. Yeah, and put them in the fridge and let the dough... Just absorb all yeah. of those sh sugars and butters and chocolate flavors yeah. overnight. When you make the cookies, it's going to be so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine used to do that, and they came out so good every time. It's not that they're not good right away, but it's just that extra pop. You'd be like, what's different about these cookies? Oh, they had time to marinate in their own juices. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. Ramble. Talk about yeah, ramble about Christmas stuff. <laughs> next week, do next week we are going to research Krampus, and we're going to talk about the Krampus legend, legend and tradition, and and maybe see if you've ever seen the Krampus outside your house on the Christmas Eve. Those are for the bad people, by the way. So we know CJ has. <laughs> I I wrote a story a couple years back of. Uh, like a, a nightmare before, a Krampus take on the night before Christmas. And I shot that video, but uh, it sucked. <laughs> so I didn't put it up. So it went to the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's uh, unlisted on my, uh, on the <laughs> Desperate Mothers channel on YouTube. But right now, if you are feeling especially anti-Christmassy, or you hate one of the newest traditions, which is Elf on the Shelf. Oh, that's so dumb. You can watch my old video yes. where I um, I do that blender guy, and he blends the elf on the shelf. Oh, yes, he does, and it's fantastic. 
cost me a blender jar. It did. It turned the blender jar red from his paint on his body. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't know about those uh, Will It Blend videos because I've put a couple things in the Blendtec blenders, and it just ruins the jars. Yeah. So He also caught a porg on fire. I did. That's, that's a, you can watch that on the Desperate Mothers uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to be funny and shoot that one with the, with the vertical format so it can get like more people sharing it on their phones and stuff. It didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. So we'll be back again next week with some Krampus information. Yes. And more Christmas fun. And more Christmas fun. Leave comments uh, below and share your Christmas traditions with us. What's your favorite non-Christmas Christmas movie? Yes. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? And geez, if people leave comments below, I might even uh, randomly pick a, a commenter and send them a Funko Krampus pop. We have one? Yeah, of course we have one. Do we have more than one? Maybe. Why do we have more than one? <laughs> Thanks for listening to this <laughs> other podcast. I'm CJ Watson. And I'm Sarah. Hop Have a on. good night. Hop on. Okay. Hop on. Hop on. Hop on. Because of the puppets. Gotcha. That Don't exist right now. <laughs> Hop on. Hop on.